The city of Weston, Missouri is, by my standards at least, a medium-sized town. As of 2018, the population was 1,808. But the city of Weston, Missouri also has a very unique claim to fame. It is said that you get the best hot dogs from a ranch that is located out there, represented by KC Cattle Company. Kansas City Magazine showcased this company, and I had learned a little bit about them by reading this particular article. And what I learned, I think you're going to find very interesting. A lot of people have said that you could find the best hot dog in other places. But according to Weston, Missouri, this particular stop tops them all. We're going to take a look at KC Cattle Company, and we're going to do that on the other side of this break. is a strength like no other. Born of grit, determination, endless resilience. It's a physical, mental, emotional strength. It's about character, purpose, possibility. But one thing is perfectly clear. They're strong. Then there's Kansas City strong. For more than 180 years, Kansas City has faced countless challenges and powered through each to embrace a brighter day. Across our city and in every corner of our community, you are coming together by staying apart, showing your strength in solitude. Now is the time to dig in and do what's necessary. Today, Kansas City Strong is our battle cry. Show us your strength, Kansas City. They're strong.
Then there's Kansas City Strong. Visit us online at kansascitystrong.org. It's all on a ranch near Weston. And the opportunity to find out about the best hot dog seemed, seemed to be appropriate here. Experts say the world's best hot dogs come from this Weston, Missouri ranch. The article was dated on the 7th of July. Jordan Meyer from KansasCityMag.com shared this story with us. On a cloudy day near the end of May, Patrick Montgomery, Cale Swing, and Tyler Hines of KC Cattle Company tra- traversed their hilly 300-acre property on the edge of Weston, searching for one of their four newborn, newborn calves. Why don't you go check the tall grass over there, says owner Patrick Montgomery, gesturing toward a fence on top of a hill. Apparently, this mama cow isn't very good at keeping track of her calf. So the whole team is out in the field, armed with boots and two four-wheelers. Mama, where's your calf at? Montgomery says to one of, the cow- one of his cows, a crossbreed of American Angus and Japanese wa- Wagyu. Stop leaving her. KC Cattle Company started in 2016 as an artisan beef company selling mouth-watering Wagyu beef. They've gotten national coverage from Forbes and the New York Times and won a nationwide hot dog taste test conducted by food and wine. But more compelling than their burgers and steaks is the company's story. Montgomery, like his other employees, is a veteran of the armed services. He served two tours of Afghanistan as part of the Army's 1st Ranger Battalion. Like so many veterans, he says, he didn't know what to do once he got out. I think when it comes to the transition from military to civilian life, the government does a really good job of teaching us the logistics of doing that, like having a plan to go back to school or finding some type of other employment, he says. But what they don't prep you for is the fact that you're losing that fraternity, that brotherhood and sisterhood experience. That's the part I really struggled with which is partly what led him to go back and get his degree in animal sciences from the University of Missouri at Columbia. He had planned to become a veterinarian. I love large animal medicine, but there's just not a ton of money in it, he says. Luckily, he also studied entrepreneurship, and an idea came to him. One of the common themes I kept hearing while I was in ag school was that the consumer just doesn't understand where their food comes from and the processes that go into raising a good steak, he says. So I kind of had this epiphany that I could start something that explains that process and shows people a palpable difference in their food. That was the spark that grew into his Weston Ranch. When Montgomery began his business, Wagyu Beef, and it Incidentally, this is spelled W-A-G-Y-U, so I'm reading it the way I'm I'm sounding it out. Wagyu beef wasn't well known in Kansas City. The first two years were rough, Montgomery says, as he learned from mistakes and slowly won customers with his premium product. We were trying to sell to restaurants pretty heavily at that point, and it just wasn't working out, he says. 
So in 2018, we kind of changed our whole business model and really started focusing on the end consumer and dialing into mail order and our local delivery service. And that's where we found our niche. As Montgomery started to shift his business, people were also starting to discover how good his product was. KC Cattle Company sells American Wagyu beef products. Wagyu means black cow in Japanese and refers to a type of beef that has been bred for marbling to give, give it a unique taste and texture. Japanese Wagyu beef is at the tippy top of the luxury market and steaks often fetch more than $100 each. American Wagyu beef, like the cows raised by KC Cattle Company, is a hybrid of Wagyu and an, and an American Angus. The ranch started by buying calves from a breeder in western Kansas. As the company grows, it's hoping to establish its own breeding program to keep the ranch stocked with 60 cows at a time. We want to provide a top-quality protein product that gives us the opportunity to serve the communities around us, says Kale Swing, the company's spokesman. KC Cattle Company sells classic cuts like filet mignon, sirloin steak, and ground beef. But it also sells more specialty products like bratwursts, flat iron steak, hanger steak, and its most famous product, Wagyu beef hot dogs, which were blasted into stardom after they were named the best hot dog in the world by Food & Wine magazine. In the article, they are described as basically like eating a steak in a bun. Before the article dropped, Montgomery says that people thought he was crazy for putting Wagyu beef in a hot dog. It was actually our worst seller, he says. Before that article, we had done a test batch with about 300 to 400 pounds worth of hot dogs. And that lasted us three months. And then when the hot dog article hit... We allowed back ordering at that point, and we sold around 7,500 packages. It was cool, but it also almost killed our business. After that explosion in business, Montgomery had to bring in extra help just to package orders. Fellow veterans Kale Swing and, Ta and Tyler Hines. Swing, who was now a full-time employee, was first a customer of KC Cattle Company before he started working there. Swing served in the Navy during doing small boat riverine water until 2013 when he got out. From 2014 until 19, he worked in SWAT, but even before he started working with Montgomery, he knew he wanted to work with KC Cattle Company. Ironically, six months earlier, I brought my boys out here to see the farm, and my wife and I are driving home with kids, and I said, you know... If the opportunity ever presented itself to work for KC Cattle Company, I think I would just drop everything I'm doing and go do it, Swing says. And that's what he did. Tyler Hines, the third full-time employee, had just gotten out of the Army in June of 2019 and was waiting for his FBI start date. He was looking to kill time and make some money when he heard that Montgomery needed help packaging orders and would pay 12 bucks an hour. Hines started working there and liked it so much he never left. I instantly fell in love with the company, the atmosphere, Hines says. I loved everything about it. Being from a military law enforcement style background to kind of a transition to this 
was just so freeing and relaxing and satisfying. Montgomery says hiring veterans just made sense to him. I love the camaraderie and having a group of people that I was with every single day. And I miss that, he says. I saw the benefit of starting this company and the challenges it, it presented to me throughout the first two years, which was really just me. And so when we started bringing people on, I just thought it made sense to give other veterans that chance and help build something that's a legacy for Kansas City. The three of them have leaned into their military experience and let it influence how they run the business. Montgomery says one of the biggest things they brought from their military experience that has made them successful is their ability to adapt. In the military, they say the best playbook in the world goes out the window when the first shot is fired, Montgomery says. The three of them do a daily workout together every morning at 6.30, which they say they did while they were serving. They even have a gym in their office. I always hated it in the military, Hines says, but now that nobody's telling me what to do, I do it voluntarily. Their common experience serving the country has created a business that is built on something stronger than just a shared interest in high-quality meat. It sounds really cliche, Swing says, but we're a family here. And I'm going to check over the course of this segment and see if I can give you some more information about the cattle company. Let's see if they'll let me do it here. I'm on my I'm on my computer. Here we go. KC Cattle Company. And it is a butcher shop. Some of the cuts of meat that they have, they're all wagyu meats. They have roasts, they have steaks, they have Berkshire pork, they have lamb, they have even apparel. The prices are, as you would probably expect, the world-famous gourmet hot dogs, $14.99. The Wagyu beef bacon cheeseburger bratwurst, that's a creative twist there, $12.99. Limited edition red, white, and boom Berkshire pork bratwurst, $9.99. Wagyu ground beef, $10.99. Summer sausage, 12. Filet mignon, 6 ounce. 6 to 8 ounce, that is. $39.99. No surprise there. The burgers, the strip steak, the ribeye. Yikes. A new to Wagyu sampler, $99.99. The hanger steak they're currently sold out of. The flank steaks. Plate short ribs. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, this place has quite a bit. Whenever you're in the Western Missouri area, I would suggest you take a stop, pay a, pay a visit, I should say, to KC Cattle Company. Given the quality of meat that I just read about to you, I really believe you'll be glad you did. I have a story on the other side of this break about... An unexpected hero who did something 
that I would say was very definitely above and beyond the call of duty. I'm going to share his story next. Did you really think that this city of ours called Kansas City was going to stay down? It's not staying down long. It's starting. You can feel it. It might not be over. It might not look the same. It might not be easy from here. But never count out a town that knows what a comeback looks like. Don't look now. The comeback is happening. Sponsored by Fox 4. There's been a lot of talk about how bad the world is, how we're turning against each other. I might have shared something similar to that through Dino's words last night. But I want to take a moment for this segment and share with you a couple of stories that I think would make you believe in the human condition a little bit more. First of all, I don't have a dateline on this one, but this particular story is one that would make you believe good people are out there, all you have to do is look. No dateline, but this story's dated June 27th. This is my friend's 17-year-old nephew, Tanner. Yesterday, he was enjoying a day at Scissortail Park with his mother and younger siblings when he noticed a person struggling in the pond. Tanner's mom said he did a quick double-take, and then without a word, he was running toward the water. She had no idea what was happening, but Tanner knew someone needed him. His instincts took over, and this guy saved a drowning two-year-old. He suffered a head injury in the process and had to have staples. Police, fire, and medics responded, and the child's mother cried uncontrollably with gratitude. Tanner is humble, compassionate, and really does not understand how much heartbreak his actions have saved the family. And they said at the end of this, this was written by Amanda Herman. There we go. Share this story. We need some feel good. I agree with you, Amanda, and it was an honor to share it, without a doubt. I mentioned on Monday about Abby Eden, now with baby number two. Congratulations once again to her. I have one more story that I'd like to share with you. I'm getting this set up right now. This is from our friends at Fox 4, and it was dated on the 11th of July. Now, before I get into this, I have had, I will be honest, a lot of very uneasy feelings about this little pandemic we're in the middle of. Am I going to be able to do this? Yeah, let's just do it. We'll, turn, we'll finish it up in a second. There's a back to school video here. Just a sec. Nine, eight, seven. This is going to be about a lady who had a, has had a very 
extraordinary life, to say the least. It's happy 105th birthday to Ruth George. She has survived. She's a lifelong Indianapolis resident. I'm not getting this the way I want to do this, so I'm going to read it. Just a moment. Dateline Indianapolis. An Indianapolis woman who survived two pandemics, two world wars, the Great Depression, and beat cancer three times will be celebrating her, will celebrate her 105th birthday this weekend, and this was this past. Ruth George was born at home in Indianapolis on July 11, 1915. She was married to the love of her life, Joe, in 1940. Together they raised four sons in Indianapolis, and they ran a slew of family businesses. They were married for 39 years before he passed away in 1979. Ruth was 63 at the time. That same year, she was diagnosed with cancer for the first time. She beat it, and then she beat cancer two more times. Ruth loves her family, and she refers to her sons as the four buttons on the shirt. She also has 14 grandchildren, 31 great-grandchildren, and four great-great-grandchildren. Ruth lived independently until age 98 before she moved into a nursing home. Ruth loves writing poetry, and her, t- her entire lifetime's worth of work, of faith and family reflections, was published when she was 102. She plays Euchre, and I think that's how it's pronounced, bingo and other games at her facility, and she says she loves the action. Ruth still goes to church every Sunday, but she says because of the echo, she has difficulty hearing the sermon. Her quote every Sunday is, it's loud enough, but I can't he- cannot hear the words. I guess that's old age. She's currently battling loneliness, and she's not allowed to see her family in person regularly, Because of, okay, I think you can guess that one. Fortunately, her nursing home staff helps her video chat with her sons and grandchildren every Sunday. You may wonder what her secret to longevity is. She says deep faith in God, loves her family to no end, works hard, and sees the good in everyone. Oh, and chocolate. Lots of chocolate. Her family plans to celebrate her milestone birthday with a drive-by celebration at her nursing home on sun, on Saturday. All proceeds for her book, which sells for $12, goes to her beloved church, which is St. George Orthodox Christian Church, 10748 East 116th Street in Fishers, Indiana, 46037. This is a general link, so please type Ruth George book in the description field to get to the book. There is good around, ladies and gentlemen. We just need to open our eyes and take a look. Those are your positives for this evening. We're going to wrap up this podcast with an extra song. A look ahead to tomorrow and final thoughts next. I haven't had the ladies sing an extra song yet since I started doing this, so how about if we do that tonight? From the late 1980s, here's Kathy Mateo with 18 Wheels and a Dozen Roses. Charlie's gotta go watch 
Given the fact that we're finally on the verge of having ourselves a baseball season, the Friday edition of this show will be a baseball preview. I'm going to start with one this coming Friday, and then probably at some point next week, close to when the season will finally get underway, I'll have another one. They will be featured prominently on both Friday, on this coming Friday, as well as at one point next week. Tomorrow, though, on the show, there's there's a method, I guess, to picking out the right steak and cooking it. And the people that have this particular method in mind are include a person that I played music with for several years. We're going to take a look tomorrow night at Bicklemeyer Meats and look at their methods of picking a very good steak. I like steak myself, but I guess they have methods. We're going to take a look at them a little more prominently 
tomorrow night right here on the New Directions Podcast. Moving to final thoughts. I meant to begin last night's edition of this show with this prayer that Debbie Erickson posted. But I found another one and ended up using it. I found the one I wanted to do. And I figure for our final thoughts tonight, I'd close with this. Again, with kind of my add-on here. My, it's, it's, she says, with an open heart and with faith in the Heavenly Father, I kneel in prayer. Eternal God, I'm asking you to put peace in the hearts of those that are filled with hate for this country, for the recovery of the patients with COVID-19, and for protection for those who have not yet suffered the infection. I ask you, God, for help to find what will end the COVID-19. I ask for the Holy Spirit to guide all people toward peace. Thank you for all the blessings you have given me. And I ask that each of us put this... Well, she said that she asked each of us to put the message in our status for at least one day. And let's do a prayer chain. I put it on the podcast page, Debbie. May God bless us all. Amen. And with that, that's going to wind things up for tonight's edition of the New Directions podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. We will talk stakes with you tomorrow night. And end this evening with our Get Us Out of Here song from Montgomery Gentry. My favorite of theirs, here they are with my town. As soon as we get through a commercial here. Gentlemen. Hold on. Here we go. To get us out of here, here are Troy and Eddie with my town.
the church of Christ.